Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe. And today I am joined by Alita Jeffress. And we are going to discuss what MetPro is like after you've met your goal. And Alita, you're a longtime MetPro client. So I know that you walking us through the program is kind of the perfect scenario. So thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me, Crystal. I appreciate it. Look forward to this conversation. Me too. So I know I was astonished to hear how long that you have been a MetPro client. So can you kind of start with that? How long have you been with MetPro? I actually tallied it up this morning and it's been over five years that I've actually been with MetPro. So time flies. I was kind of amazed, but it's been a lot of learning and it's been a really good thing for me. So it's been great. That's wonderful. And I understand that you've done a little bit of MetPro with a coach, a little bit of MetPro without a coach. Can you kind of walk us through what the differences have been like for you? Sure. Well, when I actually started MetPro, which my husband actually found the program and was like, you know, I think you would enjoy this because over the course of time, I think like a lot of people, I had wanted to be thinner or wanted to be more fit or wanted to be way less or whatever that looked like. And so when we actually started taking a look at it and the more I learned about what it actually did, it was different, but yet it seemed very sustainable. And so that was part of the appeal for it for me personally. So I look back five years later and when I started, you definitely, I had to have a coach, right? Because I was learning, I was reading, what do I do today? What do I do tomorrow? What's this 72 hour thing? I've never done anything like that. What does that mean? And I also believe that in anything you do that you try and be better, you need a coach. There's a lot of people out there that know a lot more than you about a lot of different things. So I uh, was fortunate that Megan was my coach from the very beginning and God love her. She continues to be my coach whenever (laughs) I need it. And I appreciate that so much, but it was really taking it step by step and really learning. And I would say when I did it the first time, it took me, I think I did it about maybe even seven, eight months. It was a long time, but to me, you have to take 90 days to build a habit, right? So you get into that first three months and you kind of figure it out. And then from there, it was like, well, now what? What can I do now? What result can I see if I do it another month or another month? And so I felt like after about that first eight or nine month period that I really understood at least kind of how to manage it. And so from there, then I would do it on my own. And there wasn't the app, right? was there and that's continued to evolve. So you learn what you can do, what you can't do, what your body will respond to. And And then like anything else, you know, over the course of time, people kind of fall off the tracks, right? I mean, that's just life, right? And that's just what happens. So I kind of look at it like a brush up course or kind of a refresher. So every now and then I think, yeah, I think about three or four months would do me some good to just kind of get me back on track. And over time, since I've been on it so long, your metabolism changes, things change. There were things in my late 40s I didn't have an issue with in my early 40s. And so how do we adapt to that? So It's just been a really good experience all the way around. That's wonderful. I feel like that with MetPro, I mean, maybe anything that you're doing for a fitness goal, but I feel like especially so with MetPro, there's goals. And then I feel like you reach your goal, but then your goal evolves because you evolve Mm -hmm. and you touched on that with getting older, but it could be anything, you know. And so do you feel like there's been a certain time that you've met the goal you first started out with? And if so, What was that moment like? And then what made you decide to keep going? Sure. So I think the very first time when I started, we had just moved, moved across the country. 
And so there's a lot of stress and things that come with that, right? And you get settled. And at that point, I thought, you know, this is just where I'm going to be. You kind of just resign yourself to this is how it's going to go and how it's going to be. And I guess I'll have a muffin top. And even though I'm not really heavy and, and kind of go through that. But when I did the program, I lost 12 pounds. Wow. And 12 pounds for me was phenomenal. And so I thought, wow, there's really, I need to look at it differently. Again, you know, as you learn, it's not just about calories or it's not just about what you're eating. It's really about how do I fine tune the metabolism part of it? So to me, that was a big wow moment. Like, okay, there is something that works. I don't really have to settle for what I thought I had to. So that was a big aha moment for me. And then you decided to keep going because you wanted to see what was next is what it's um, that's what I'm hearing. Right. And so then it was, I really like to lift weights. That's kind of my workout of choice. I'm really not a cardio fan, even though I do it. (laughs) So then as I got more into it and I could really work with Megan on the training part of it, it became, well, let's see how strong I can get. How can I measure that? Let's see, how can I change my body composition? So then you can become like anything else. You can tweak it as the further you go through it. And so it was, you're right. It was like, So what's the next challenge? What can I do now? What can I really do to make myself feel better and look better? That's wonderful. And had you tried to do programs like weight loss programs before? Had you tried other programs that worked on your goals before this? You know, I had. And I would say just over the course of time, even since college, right? We all know that we should exercise and we all know that we should eat better and When I had my first child, I had a really big issue with a lot of weight gain, which was a lot of sodium. And so I really, at that point, started to look at what am I eating? How is that affecting me? And so I had looked at some other programs. I had even done another online, quote unquote, program before that was really a thing, right? And I did see some results with that, but a lot of it too wasn't sustainable. It was like you either had to have a coach or you had to eat this, which was manufactured by them and things like that, just that just weren't, it made it more of a start and an end versus a lifestyle. Oh, that's a really good way to put it. What do you think specifically about MetPro? It keeps you coming back, keeps it sticking for you. Well, it's all real food and that's a big plus. It is. I don't have to, I don't have to manufacture things and I don't have to go buy weird things that aren't at the grocery (laughs) store and things like that. So to me, that's a big plus. And then to me too, it's just Once you know what you should be eating and how much of that you should be eating, then you can do that anywhere. You know, if I go out to eat, then, okay, I know I should probably not have the pizza. I should probably, you know, have something else. So it's just something that's really transferable, I think, no matter where you're at. And you can make it work. Gosh, when I traveled a lot, I would go to the grocery store, wherever I was, whatever city, and I would go to the grocery store and I knew I could buy like four or five things and that would get me through breakfast and snacks and And then if I was reasonable lunch and dinner, then I didn't feel like I was breaking all the rules or didn't feel like I had to start over, which I think is what happens with a lot of programs. Yes, I couldn't have said it better myself. All the things that you say you like about it are the things I like about it, too. I have to say I've only been doing MetPro for about a year, and I feel like I still struggle with times of feeling like my old patterns start to resurface as far as like cravings and making choices. I know I shouldn't. It's hard to constantly be vigilant. But you said it so well about it being a lifestyle because that's what you're going for. That's the ideas that you make the changes that are long lasting and that you can continue to maintain forever. So even when you do make a choice that's not optimal, it's not going to crush everything, take away all your progress. You just 
go back to doing what you were doing and get back on the mm-hmm. horse. That's right. Right. And I do think that the accountability helps oh. now and then. And again, that's part of the coaching and having the app, which I've had the entire time. So it's good to be able to see and go back and look at trends. And and if I have a question or something's changed, right, that I think the program has evolved over the past five years, right? So there's been different programs or different levels of things within the eating plans that I've been able to learn and adapt to too. So that's been great. That's wonderful. Do you mind sharing what your current goals are that you're working through the program now? Is it if you don't mind sharing? No, absolutely. So I would say right now, there's still like this last about two or three pounds that just accumulated during COVID and just kind of refuses to go away for whatever reason. And honestly, I think a lot of that is just the lack of activity. With COVID, I work from home. I work from home all day. When I was in an office, I would get up and walk around. And and you think that that's not really a big deal. But when I look back now, I think, oh, yeah, it was a big deal just to be able to do a couple laps right around the courtyard outside or whatever at lunch. So really trying to make more of an effort to do that, probably more in the spring than right now. But I think that was one goal. And then over time, like we're this past summer and fall, I really worked at maintaining and building muscle mass. Again, as you get older, that's really important. And because that's what I like to do, we really focused on that and kind of that bulking up phase, right? So one of the ways I like to measure strength is the number of pull-ups I can do. Ah, that's that's a great, wow. (laughs) I am so impressed. I wanted to do a pull-up my entire life. I've never managed to do one, not one. (laughs) That's amazing. You can start out doing none. You can work your way up to one. So uh, yeah, so that's a measure I like to do off and on. How many of those can I do at one time? And that's always something that people don't expect you to be able to do. Heck yeah, that's pretty badass, not going to (laughs) lie. I have to share over the summer, I was at a rodeo. So I live in Colorado, right? So I was at a rodeo and one of the vendors had this pull-up contest. And so we were there and my daughter and her fiance were there and she was like, mom, you have to do this. And so, so I did. And the funny thing was that I won, and I won by a lot and I beat out the 26 year old CrossFit girl. And I was like, yes, congrats! (laughs) that's such a huge win. And, you know, a lot of people think that MetPro is all about weight loss, but like, that's a great point that like, that is a very non-scale victory. That is so cool. Did you get like a trophy or anything? Did they give you one? I think I got a gift card for like Texas Roadhouse or something, right? Like, I'm like, well, that's not really the right type of reward, but I took it. (laughs) Right. You're not going to say no. Oh, the bread at Texas Roadhouse is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's such an awesome story. I love that. So how many did you do? Let's see. I think I did 16, 16 or 17. That's incredible. Wow. Go you. (laughs) Not quite my personal best, but, you know, in front of a bunch of people on an afternoon, it was good. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not like you prepared. It was like a last minute. I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's incredible. Especially because you probably weren't wearing clothes that you would normally be working out in. Everything was kind of off from your normal. Yeah. Yeah, it was (laughs) totally. So, Wow. So do you have any advice for people who might just be getting started on their journey with MetPro and maybe they've been struggling with weight loss or whatever fitness goals they have in the past? Sure. I think the biggest thing is to really be open-minded. I mean, I know that, again, there's lots of plans out there. And even now, there's lots more types of plans that are out there and ways to, quote, lose weight or get fit. But this is consistent. And this is kind of the long haul in my mind. You're going to see some immediate 
results, I think, if you really follow the plan and you stick to it, because that's your body adapting, right? But if it's really something that you want to maintain and you want to build over time, then like anything, I think patience is really important. And I think working with your coach, I think they do a really great job. My husband's also done the program off and on and how he likes to manage it is much different than how I like to manage it. But his coach has really honed in on what he needs and what's important to him. And so they work with it and that's what the coaches are there and that's what they're good at. So listen to your coach and find one that they can work with you. That is excellent advice because one of the things I absolutely adore about MetPro is it is so customized. It's so dialed in to each individual person. So when you're working with a coach, it's all about you, your metrics, your goals. So you get such specific advice for what you are trying to do. That is excellent. Excellent feedback. Thank you very much for that, Alita. Anything else that you think everybody should know on this topic? I think the one important thing is that because this program is a little bit different, really based on metabolism. Mm -hmm. So that's a new area of learning for a lot of people. And I think many people don't understand how important that is and how that plays into everything else. Right. And they think that they don't need to eat or they need to eat less when the reality is you're not eating enough and you need to eat more and you need to make better choices. Like I tell my kids that, but it's true, right? That's something that you can eat a lot more of something that's good for you than eating just a little bit of something that's really not so good for you. So I think being open-minded and just learning more about your body and how it's going to evolve over time and how you really feed it properly to be able to do what you want as long as you want. I think that's really important. I couldn't have said it better myself. That is absolutely true. It's always shocking to me how much of a something like broccoli or spinach that you can have as compared Mm -hmm. to something that's heavy in carbs, just that I lean toward carbs naturally towards non-vegetable carbs. And so (laughs) making that choice can be tough, but so rewarding because not only is it more filling, but you feel better and it's paying attention to how you feel after you eat, which is that's been such a game changer for me as well. Have you noticed that too, that like how you feel is different when you eat? Oh, yeah. And I've been on those programs where, you know, you had a cheat day, like some of them had a cheat meal and some of them had a cheat day. And the ones where you had a cheat day over time, it would take me two days to recover from my one cheat day because I felt so horrible. Yes. And then I was like, okay, this is just not worth it anymore. So now I might have like a cheat dessert, right? (laughs) That's about as much as I'm willing to commit to. Because I know that if I stray too far, just it takes time to kind of reset my body back to where it needs to be. So in the long run, it's just not worth it. And I think too, my skin looks better. There's so many things that I feel better mentally. My skin looks better. Obviously, my composition is better. So it just is really super beneficial. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Yeah, when you were saying that about the feeling kind of crappy for the next couple of days, my husband and I both call that a food hangover. It's so funny mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. like I feel like before MetPro, I could pretty much eat anything. And I I mean, I guess I just kind of felt low grade yuck all the time, but I didn't mm-hmm. notice it. And now it's like whenever I have a cheat day, oof, I don't feel good. I don't feel good mm-hmm. for a long time and it's not worth right. it. <laughs> no. Even when you go on vacation, it's not worth it. It's you know, not. sometimes people, they just toss everything aside when they go on vacation. And I'm like, no, because then I won't enjoy my vacation. It's just not worth it. So you can find it. You can make it work. Excellent. 
Well, I think that this has been very informative. Thank you so much for your time today. I've had a lot of fun, Alita. And if the listeners out there, if you want to learn any more about this topic or MetPro in general, you can check us out at MetPro.co. You can find the MetPro Method podcast wherever you find all of your podcasts. And please be sure to rate and review. I'm Coach Crystal with MetPro, and I will see you next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key. 